Welcome to Sandra Ray's Fiercely Spiritual Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Fiercely Spiritual Podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Ray, and I'm so delighted to have with me today Cynthia Long. Cynthia is somebody who I've connected with um, on Instagram, and I'm so, so delighted to chat with her today. Um, Cynthia has always loved the knowledge that something bigger and greater is watching over us, and being an angel intuitive helps her to navigate the ebb and flow of daily life. So really looking forward to chatting with you. You're so welcome today, Cynthia. Sandra, I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me here. Oh, it's a pleasure. And I think it's, I was just saying to you beforehand, it's funny because we've connected on Instagram and I just felt straight away that like loving warm energy from you and just really got a sense of, you know, that, you know, angel energy and the love coming forward. And I just love that we can connect through, you know, space and you know you're over in Texas I'm in Ireland and just pick up on you know that energy and be so palpable so um yeah it's just great that we have this opportunity to chat today I agree I agree you know I have people ask you know oh my goodness I wish that I was closer to you so that we could meet in person or that we could hang out and I completely understand and I get it and then, but I also see the, the other spectrum where it's important for us to be in the different locations where we are so that the light can like connect from one place to the other and, and then cause this like quick little grid of connection and, and spread out kind of like a spider web of like light and love. Totally. And I so see it like that as well. This like cosmic web where we're all like these little lights lighting up. And I get the same where people say to me like, oh, you know, I'd love to come to you in person and I'd love to, you know, sit and get a healing or whatever. And I often say to people, especially when they live in other countries, well, I can send healing, I can connect with your energy. And they're kind of like, oh, really? How does that work? And, you know, there's no difference. I mean, I could be in a room with somebody and, you know, doing a healing and I can connect somebody in Australia and have the same connection. It's just energy. It's all energy. Exactly. Exactly. So what I want to talk to you about today, there's so much I want to get into. But I want to start off just by giving everybody a sense of how you've become an angel intuitive, where it all started, and how your journey began. Um, it's something that I've always been able to do, but it's only been in the last um, several years that I've really allowed it to be um, more in a, of a presence with me than kind of tamping it down and um, maybe feeling a little bit out of sorts or feeling weird or... Um, you know, a fear and judgment, if you will. So let, releasing that judgment really is what opened it all up and being able to just kind of shine and, and be myself without that fear. Uh, it made a huge, huge difference. And from there, I, um, you know, the universe just kind of connected me with people who were very helpful in advancing that, um, the knowledge and the light and, you know, and it was kind of reciprocal, you know, so they would help me in a way and I would help them in a way. Um, and it just kind of expanded from that. 
And I, I absolutely love it. And I appreciate all the opportunities that, you know, continue to come to me to, to grow and to share um, all the love and knowledge that, you know, that is out there for all of us. Uh, yeah, that's brilliant because I think a lot of us come from that sense of, well, you know, people are going to think I'm strange if I'm talking about angels or, you know, there's a sense of, well, you know, do we talk about this in public? But, you know, what are people going to be? <laughs> and I'm the same. I When I first started, it was like, I'd mentioned it to a few friends or a few people, but I was in no way going to be talking about it to the general public or at the time I was working in a corporate job and it wasn't something that I mentioned. And I love that you have just honored that connection and be authentic in that connection and just allowed it to grow and blossom. And that's really so important. Yeah, I think it's important for others too to understand that um, it's okay to shine that light of you of yours. And if it's not meant for someone that is in your surroundings, say it's at your corporate job or it's a neighbor, that's perfectly fine. Let them kind of be in their um, level of understanding and you continue on with yours because you're actually going to have a bigger impact uh, on others out there versus you know those few that are in that closer area of, to, of your proximity, like I said, neighbor or coworker, something like that. And you never know when they might circle back around and go, you know, I was watching this documentary and they were talking about like light workers and I remember you said something. And so what's that all about? So you never know when they will come back to you and kind of inquire and, uh, and seek a little bit of wisdom from your side. Absolutely, that's such a good point because I think sometimes when, you do start out and especially when I started healing I thought I had to heal the world and everybody who I talked to who had like an issue or some sort of problem and I was like oh, I can help you you know I can fix you or you know and I had to realize well actually not everybody needs help not everybody wants you know help and people have to go through certain things to experience certain things and they don't necessarily need to be fixed either so there's that part of it as well Indeed, indeed. So what I wanted to ask you, because I know that you're working on some really exciting things at the moment, um, and I want to get into that, and we're going to talk about the Cosmic Love Goddess, which is, sounds like an amazing project you're working on. Um, but just for people listening, a lot of people will already be connecting with their angels and already have some sort of spiritual practice. But if there's people who are just starting out, what do you recommend? How would they best connect with their angels? What's the best way to start talking to their angels? Um, is there something simple that they can do? Absolutely. I think the best way is just to talk to them like they're your best friend, because really, even though you don't see them, they, they, they are your friend. They are there for your best interest, for your highest good. And just talking to them, sharing with them, asking for help is, is the big thing. And asking for that help, while it can be hard for a lot of us because we are driven to, you know, do things on our own and be independent, we all need a level of help at some point or other. And asking them for their help is where they are allowed then to step in and have that uh, more proactive interaction. While they will be with you always, it's that moment of you saying, I'm stuck, I need assistance, uh, how can you, you know, help me, show me an opportunity, open a door for me so that I may step through it. Um, I would say that is, the, that is the easiest and simplest way. 
Yeah, and I think that not many of us realize that we can talk to angels that way um, because I know I go through a formal process of calling in the angels, especially, you know, doing meditations and, you know, the power of three and calling on angels to the power of three. But I do, as I go about my daily life, do exactly what you said, where I'm just talking to them and saying, you know, can you help me with this? Um, you know, I'm experiencing this. Like you said, they're your best friend who's with you constantly. And then if you do want to work with specific archangels or other angels, you can, of course, call them in and work with them in that way. But your guardian angel is always there and your guardian angel is always listening and waiting for you to ask that question as well. Exactly. Exactly. And your guardian angel knows what is best for you. So uh, one of the things that I have learned in my process is that when we call on the archangels, we ask them to work with our guardian angels. You know, the, the archangels have this kind of umbrella that they work with and, um, and it's our guardian angels that know the specifics and their energy will, will channel the, the archangels, you know, overlying energy and love into where it needs to go. Um, kind of if you think about in the process of like the, a work situation, you have like the CEO of the company, but then you have all these other, you know, directors and, and employees. And so if you, it fil when it, once it filters down to you, you know, you're getting your line of information from someone directly next to you versus the CEO isn't asking you to go get them a cup of coffee. <laughs> Yeah, it's a great analogy. And it does, it's like they're everybody's working together. It's all the same company. Everybody's working towards the same goal. It's just maybe your guardian angel is the one who's beside you the whole time. And the others, you know, you might not get to see them. You might not get to interact with them directly, but they're all filtering those messages down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a great analogy. I love that. Um, so when people start working with their angels, I think sometimes they think they're going to like hear this like external voice, this like voice of God, or uh, there's going to be some sort of like, you know, flash of light or, and it's not to say, you know, there are times when that does happen, but most of the time it's quite subtle, I find. And it's very like little intuitive nudges or like just an idea that comes. How do you find, do you have a certain way that you pick up on their communication? I agree with you. I think that it comes at all of those different levels. Um, but I think really that, that simplest way and the most common way are those little intuitive nudges. Um, it may be something that you were kind of like pondering already and then you see a, a billboard sign or an email comes through that you weren't expecting and there's that message in there that you were like, oh, I, I was just thinking about this or... Uh, you know, those types of, the, I really take those as like those everyday signs, you know, and oftentimes when we're asking for those big, like overreaching kind of, you know, things of help, those take a little bit of time. Those aren't like a, you know, overnight type of a situation. A lot of stuff with that, I think people, they get frustrated because they don't understand that there is this level of divine timing involved. And then there's this level of kind of alignment and behind the scenes things that have to take place. You know, I've, I use this analogy with um, my clients sometimes is about, uh, let's say you want to be a doctor, you know, you have this passion for, you know, um, healing the public. Well, you're not going to just take one class and suddenly you're a doctor. It's years of planning. It's years of study. It's years of practice that goes, you know, 
into you and under your belt in order for you to get to that point. And so a lot of times people are like, well, why isn't this happening right now? And I'm just, I have to say, it's a matter of patience. It's a matter of divine timing. And there's also lessons that you need to learn along the way so that you can appreciate once you reach that point that you're looking to, you know, to reach and to succeed. Totally. And sometimes we ask for things that we're not ready for and we think we're ready, but with there's a little bit of learning or a little bit of, you know, spiritual development that has to occur before we're actually ready for it. Um, and what I find is sometimes I'll pick up on something that the angels are telling me that's coming up and I'll think, great, I'm ready for that. That's going to happen next week. But they're saying it's going to happen next year. But I just, they have, you know, no concept of time the way we do. So they might drop in like little things like, okay, this is coming up. But they don't actually say this is coming up next year. <laughs> but the analogy, I love your doctor analogy. I often teach my students um, about when you go into a restaurant and you order a meal, you don't expect the waiter to like take down your order and then put it in front of you straight away. And there's all this stuff going on in the kitchen that you're not aware of. Yeah. No matter and how hungry you are, it's not gonna just appear in your, on your table. Like exactly, exactly. yeah. So you, you know that you have to wait for the process to happen behind the scenes and that there's lots of stuff going on and it will eventually arrive. Sometimes it's within 10 minutes, sometimes it's 20 minutes, but yeah, it's gonna get there. So there's that whole defy timing. and. I think we're not really too good at that these days because we're the instant gratification is such a big thing and it's just like come on give me my you know desire or whatever and we just have to be patient yes i was i was telling someone the other day patience anymore seems to be a four-letter word because we just don't we don't have Um, that indication that we become so accustomed to want it right now and, and and if we don't receive it right now well then what did i do wrong why aren't i getting it uh you know what do i need to change in order to get it and yeah like you said there's stuff happening in the kitchen that you just need to wait until it's delivered exactly exactly um so if there are people maybe there's somebody who needs to hear that at the moment they're waiting for something or they're waiting for a sign and if there are people who are experiencing that where you think that you've been asking and you haven't been receiving anything and you're wondering what's going on, know that it is being worked on in the background, your angels are working away and not to worry to let it go and just relax. And usually when we relax, that's when it arrives, when you forget about it, that's when it comes. So we were talking about the cosmic love goddess and I'm really excited to hear more about that and I would love if you could just explain a bit about what you're doing with that. Yes, absolutely. So it is a class that really, it's a six-week course that incorporates every single aspect for you to raise your vibration. It covers from the feng shui in your home to astrology, numerology, um, crystals, oils, and really just about how you can work with all of these elements and aspects in order to open up that space in your heart to invite the goddess in. You know, we have this power within all of us, and it's really a matter, again, of asking for the help in order to be able to receive it. And so in this course, we're discussing these different elements and aspects and uh, really just opening people's eyes uh, to these different ways that they can kind of change things up a little bit, raise the vibration in their home, 
and invite that divine love that is already within them. Lovely. That sounds so beautiful. And that's something I'm really passionate about. I think that everybody has like this inner goddess. And I see, I don't know if you remember um, She-Ra, uh, that cartoon, it was like He-Man and She-Ra, and like that kind of like goddess kind of power. And I remember you know, one day I was just feeling like a bit off. This was a few years ago and thinking to myself, I was like, you know, I have this inner kind of warrior goddess within me and she wants to come out. And yet here I am like feeling this way and like not connecting with it. So I love that you're helping people to connect with that side of them and to bring out that place of empowerment and to just reconnect. So can anyone join? When's it starting? How do people find so, out more? Yeah, so the class started uh, two weeks ago. We're already on to week three. Um, so we're, the way we're uh, working it currently is that it is in a, a live format. We use Zoom. Um, and so we meet every Friday and we do the class. And those that can't attend, of course, the recording is sent off to them. There's a bit of homework in our uh, group so that we can prepare for the upcoming week. Um, but I definitely have some plans on making it available to everyone and anyone for a digital download after we've wrapped up the classes. Yeah, that sounds amazing. And what I find is that when I'm working with people like that, I, in my group, we have like our live classes and then we have, you know, the recordings and stuff that people can watch afterwards. But I'm finding more and more that people don't necessarily have time to attend classes in person. And it's just so much more convenient for them to be at home and to click on a recording and to get all this beautiful energy and to learn and to connect with you know, their angels and not necessarily have to go off and be with a teacher for you know, six weeks and do it. And of course, it's lovely to do that, but I find being able to just connect with people in their homes is such a blessing. And it's so lovely to be able to offer that to people as well. Yeah. And I definitely let everybody know that it's, you know, it's on them for their level of participation, whether they want to be, have an active role in it, or if it's something that they just kind of want to slowly incorporate, you know, not everything that we discuss is going to resonate with people, but it's the information is definitely there for them to utilize and tap into if they, you know, should choose to. Yeah. And they can go at their own pace and dip in and out if they want or do as little or as much as they like. Um, and I find that as well, I've done online courses where I have like immersed myself in it and then I might take a break for a while and then I'll go back at another stage and I'll get so much more from it because I'll have integrated all of the teachings and then when I go back I'm at a different level so sometimes the stuff that I've already done the second time when I go back through it's like oh there's like a new level of meaning and I love that because it's always there and you can always go back to it so I love that yeah. um, and there's you've so much going on I love that you're connecting with people through your courses and I know that you also create um, different products. You have your essential oils, which you mentioned, which we'll talk about in a minute, but you also create crystal grids, which I've seen and I just love. And 
maybe some of the people who are listening might not know too much about crystal grids. So I'd love to just explain what they are and how to use them. Yeah, absolutely. So a crystal grid can be anything that you set out in any sort of shape that just calls you. It could be in the shape of a heart. It could be in the shape of a star. However, you want to put that energy out there and welcome it into you. Um, how this started was a girlfriend and I were discussing, uh, we wish that there was this, this item out there. And as we started talking about it, I said to her, actually, I think I can make that. And so as she's talking to me, I'm writing out and sketching out what I am kind of seeing in my head. And then I took a screenshot of it and sent it to her. And I said, this is what I just drew. What do you think? And she was just like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what's in my mind. And so I went to the store, I got all the supplies and put it together. I even sent her video as I was creating it. And the video brought her to tears. And she was just like, oh my gosh, Cynthia, you, you don't understand. Like I can feel the energy coming off of this from you and from the grid and how you're putting it all together. And so I, I was absolutely honored because I could feel it as well as I was creating it. My level of energy went to a different place. There was this like I was already happy because I was creating something and I love being in that element, but uh, it just kind of went up a couple of levels. And uh, when she received it, uh, she, she like to this day, she continues to cry. She's like, I put blah, blah, blah on my crystal grid today. And you wouldn't believe the stuff that came through. <laughs> and so I'm absolutely honored. And so I've started this, um, process of putting it out there for those that are interested um, for me to channel either their guides or currently um, I have an example I'm working on Archangel Raphael and creating a healing grid so you can see all the movement in this grid so this is only a few steps in it still needs the um, Merkaba to be laid over it which is Metatron's cube and from there then it'll get a couple more little treatments to it um, but for this person that's going to utilize it, she does a lot of healing work for people and she's going to be able to lay her crystals out on this grid and, as she calls in and does the work. So, and it could be remote work. It could be work that she does within there in person. Um, but this is going to just elevate that energy to, to another level. That's so beautiful. And I love the colors because I've seen other crystal grids, which are, you know, a piece of wood, with the sacred geometry on it. But I don't think I've seen ones like yours where you have those vivid colors and the, is it like laminated or it, there's like, how does it, is, I don't know how you finish it. <laughs> so I actually have one of those wood finished ones with the grid over it and I love mm. it. I think it's beautiful. Um, but this one is what they call um, an acrylic pour. So it's acrylic paint. And, um, and it's all put together and then poured on. And then you start moving the, the you know, piece of wood that I'm using currently. And you just let it do its thing and let it flow into the places that it wants to go. And then um, you start putting over you know, the, the shiny parts to it. So right now it's got the little layer of gloss. And then um, probably today I'm going to go ahead and put the Merkaba over the top of it. And then wow. it'll get another layer of gloss. And that gloss... I put some selenite, it's ground selenite uh, powder into the gloss. And so it goes in there and that's, you know, if people understand what selenite is, or if you don't know what it is, it is a crystal that never has to be cleared. It is always at its most high vibration. 
And so using the selenite just amplifies anything that you put on top of it. It clears it out. It amplifies the energy. Um, it just, like I said, it takes it to another level, really. It sounds amazing. And I know I've used crystal grids a little bit. It's something that I'm learning to use. I work with crystals, but I wasn't really working with crystal grids. And I found just an article explaining about how to use it. And I started experimenting. And I love that you can use it for different purposes and for manifesting and for amplifying intentions and different things. Um, so what do you use them for? Do you use them for specific things or how do you use them generally? I generally put them together and I put a couple of different crystals on there that I want to work with during the week. So I'll have one in the center and that'll be like my, the main energy that I'm calling forward. Um, so for example, this week I used a piece of dragonstone um, and I put the dragonstone in the center and then that was to help bring in kind of um, the like calm and be able to have communication, you know, clear communication because we were going through uh, this beginning part of Mercury retrograde and that can sometimes halt some stuff with communication and also with us being in the Pisces season, it was a little bit about those feelings and emotions. So I wanted to work with something that was going to help that for myself and for everyone that was called to see it. So that dragonstone went in the center and then I placed on the outside of it, I placed some sunstones, which is about uh, having the confidence in our solar plexus. And it also brings um, with that confidence, some calm clarity um, so that we can be rational. And then I put clear quartz with it as well to amplify it. And I also called in a little bit of amethyst because I like that spiritual nature to be brought in and amethyst works with the third eye. So I like that aspect that we were connecting uh, the third eye, the throat and the solar plexus all together. And so that's how I created it. I put it in a circle. Um, like I said, for people, if you're gonna do something that's for love, I, I recommend you put it into a heart shape. Um, because you're you're putting that that like energy in there and that loving little cusp and um, if you're going to do doing something with abundance you can turn it into make your shapes into an infinity shape um, because you're you know you want that constant flow of energy and abundance going together that's so, lovely yeah yeah people, use, yeah people use crystals they use flowers um, you know just anything that you feel called to put together uh, to create that that level of um, beauty and grace you know uh, it, it really is to the person's specific um you know taste and i highly recommend um anybody who is drawn to working with the crystals to go and have a look at your instagram page because there's some examples of your crystal grids and some different arrangements that you use and i'll put a link to that below but it's angel roots and boots isn't it on instagram yes and um it's lovely because what i found was when we're working with the uh, energy of the crystals um even though we set the intention and we set the energy oh i'm so sorry i don't know what's going on with my computer today obviously the mercury is not <laughs> working in my favor um but basically when you set the intention the crystals 
are working away in the background. So you can just let it go and you don't have to be constantly thinking about, you know, trying to manifest love or whatever it is in your life. You can just set the crystal, crystal grid and leave it and that'll be amplified. And then you can go about, you know, whatever it is you're doing and just let it go, which I think is lovely because sometimes we think, oh, I have to be actively you know, manifesting or have to be actively doing this. But often it's when we let it go that it starts to happen and it's a lovely way of letting it go. Yeah, every grid I make after it's complete, it goes up on the shelf in my office. It has a prevalent place in my, in my office or, or, you know, outside in my home, depending on what it's for. And that's it. It's, it's done. And there's, there's no other reason for me to have to go to it, to touch it, to talk to it, anything of that nature. That's brilliant. And if people want to buy them, they can order them from you, right? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Brilliant. And they are, they're custom made so they can either request a specific angel that they're looking to work with. Like I said, this one is for Archangel Raphael for healing purposes. Um, but you can, you can also just ask for something that, you know, there's some colors that soothe you that uh, go with your, you know, your motif in your home or your office. Um, and just, and, and that's what I do is I just channel that energy that is from you, from your guides, from the angels, and that energy is channeled into that grid so that it is always working, you know, for you and in your favor. Brilliant. Um, sorry about the interruptions. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about was the fact that you, you work with crystals, but you also work with the essential oils and you make specific oil blends. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that because I know that working with the crystals and the oils and the angels and meditation, it, it, everything together is just so powerful and it just works you know, in conjunction to enhance whatever you're doing. Um, so how do you create your blends and what do you do when you're working with them? So the blends are the same as when I am creating a crystal grid. It is, it's all channeled. Every blend, while it might have a, a base beginning, will be channeled from the energy of that individual that's ordered it. And I don't make them until that person has placed the order because I want to tune into that energy that they're currently um, needing or working with. And so I will then just kind of create something that I'm called to. I have a wall, <laughs> I kid you not, it is a wall of essential oils and I'll just look at the wall and I am drawn to which ones I need to incorporate a little more, a little less. And then the crystals that go into it will also take the, the oil energy and that, and just kind of put it all together. And how that started was I was using them for myself. I was taking a crystal and carrying it in my pocket or I would be wearing a crystal bracelet and I would put the oils on my bracelet. And then I thought, well, how come I don't have, how, why isn't there something out there that's already like put together? And I started thinking, you know, I wish I could buy that. Well, how about instead I make it? So I went online, I bought the supplies that I needed to, you know, contain it into one container and started creating them for myself. And it turned into me giving them to my friends. You know, if a friend said, well, I'm having trouble sleeping. So then I would go and I would create for her a little um, blend to help her sleep. And then she would tell one of her friends, oh, I've got this stuff and, you know, I use it to sleep. Maybe it'll help your kid go to sleep, you know, and he's not up getting a drink five times a night. <laughs> and, you know, and so it just evolved into that and it turned into something. It was like, 
well, do you have something for this, you know, situation? Do you have something to help me with confidence? Do you have something to help me with like loving myself more? Do you have something for studying? And so I ended up creating this base of blends and their crystals. Um, and, and it is just, it's gone from there. People that receive my stuff, they, they absolutely, they feel that loving angelic energy. They feel that they know that it is high quality. It's not, you know, some grocery store grade stuff. It's not going to impact their skin in any way, you know, and have a, a reaction of any sort. Um, so it's just, it's high vibrational, it's high quality, and there's nothing but just a pure love. I, when I create, I, I just kind of go into this other place where I'm just so happy and I start envisioning that client and how happy they're going to be when they use uh, the product. And, and they can tell when, when it arrives, they're just like, oh my goodness, this smells so good. It feels so good. I love my stuff. And, and, it's, and it's an absolute honor to create it for them as well. And it's so important, I think, to come from that space of creating from that place of love and just infusing those high vibes into it. And that is, it's so true because you feel that. And like I said, when I was connecting with you online and I could feel that energy coming from, you know, just your images that you were putting up in your posts and knowing that, you know, that energy was behind it and you don't need to necessarily meet somebody to experience that. You can experience it just through connecting with their energy, whether it's in person or at a distance. So I think that's testament to you and how you're living what you're doing. Um, so if somebody who has never worked with crystals, never worked with essential oils, if they want to get started, where is the best place to start? Is there a certain crystal that they should go to or just follow their intuition? Absolutely follow your intuition. You're going to be drawn toward those crystals, those pieces that um, just kind of speak to you. And oftentimes I'll have people um, say, I don't know why I bought this, but now that you told me that this is what it does, it completely makes sense. And, and now I understand. Or um, I had somebody the other day that I was speaking about a particular crystal. And as we're speaking, she reaches across her desk and picks up this enormous crystal. It was bigger than her hand. And she said, I was at the store and I went there to get something different, but then I left with this. And I don't know why, but I brought it home and I just, I love it. I stuck it on my bedside table. And it's like talking to them and telling them what it does. They're just, oh, that makes perfect sense. Oh, it, you know, it doesn't even match the decor in my room, but I just love it. I don't want to get it, you know, put it somewhere else. So really, I would say just go with your intuition. Um, you know, if you feel like you need a, a, a beginner's start, a lot of people, um, you know, are always looking for additional abundance in their life. Or how can they bring, you know, that back into their home? Maybe they felt that it left a bit and they need to, you know, uh, invite it back in. A citrine is the perfect piece for that. And it doesn't matter if it's a big piece or a small piece. It, it, the energy in it still does the same amount of work. So citrine is a good one for abundance. If you're looking to clear your home, some clear quartz or some selenite would be great as well. And if you're looking to do a little bit more intuition work, some meditation, amethyst, that beautiful deep purple, you know, like, like a grape and crystal, you know, all together uh, is, is another lovely one. And another one that everybody goes toward is rose quartz, because that is like that heart opening space, that love. Um, and it's that, 
universal love. It's for love for yourself. It's for um, inviting love from others and for people to see you wrapped in that, that beautiful pink hue. Beautiful. And it's funny, as you were talking, I, a lot of the crystals you mentioned, like I have selenite at my doorway. I have, you know, all the different um, rose quartz and citrine and all the different ones. But I love giving crystals to some of my clients and I'll say to them, you know, just work with this and see how you get on. And they may never have worked with crystals before. And it doesn't really matter. It's just to begin to even just hold it in your hand and just feel the energy. And I remember a quick story about my mother when um, I started working with crystals. And there was like a clear quartz crystal and I placed it in her hand. And I said, just see if you can feel the energy of it. And she was like just holding it and she was saying, no, I don't really feel that much. And then she was like, oh, it's getting like really hot. And she was like, you know, like maybe it's just my hand. She's like, oh no, it's getting really, really hot. <laughs> and she could really feel that energy of it. And I was laughing and she was like, did you do something to it? I was like, no, I haven't done anything. <laughs> but it's amazing how you can just feel a crystal in your hand and start feeling its energy. Mm -hmm. I, I oftentimes, when I go to the crystal shop, um, even for the pieces that I am drawn toward, I will pick up a couple of different pieces um, because it may be the prettiest one does not resonate with me. It might be another piece that I'm like, well, you, you don't, you're not as sparkly or uh, you might have a little chip here, but I hold it and it resonates with me. And the same, like energy will start pulsing through my hand. I have some pieces that I have purchased um, and I've held them and they feel completely different to me than they do to my daughter and my husband. While they will still feel that energy, they have a different reaction than what I do. And I think that's remarkable. It's, it, it's a testament of how everybody receives that energy and how it flows through them. Yeah, it's a good point because I often, I go into a crystal store and you might see me like scanning my hands over the crystals. I'd be like, oh, oh, there's something there. Um, but yeah, and one person might feel nothing from one and something completely different from another. And it's to do with your energy, your frequency, what you need and what energy that crystal is vibrating at. So yeah, it's a really good point. Um, so if people are drawn to working with crystals, just go out, you know, explore and just go with your intuition and see what, you know, you're drawn to. Um, and also with the oils, I love essential oils and I find them, I find them so powerful. And normally I have a diffuser in my house with some essential oils in it. Um, somebody came to the door the other day and I had the diffuser at the front door and they were like, oh, wow, that smell, it's lovely. And they were like, what is it? And I couldn't even remember what I put in it. I was like, actually, I don't know. I put something in it. But um, yeah, I'll always be just, you know, having that energy diffusing into my home because I think it's lovely to have that in the house just to even cleanse the air and just allow it to be cleansed. Yeah. So you can use oils in so many different ways. You can diffuse them. You can use them on your body. You can use oil burners. Um, you can use them for massage. They're sober as well. You can put them in baths. Um, what, what's the easiest way to start using them do you recommend? 
my personal favorite is putting them on the body because I, um, because of their absorption level and how quickly it reacts with, uh, with us on a cellular level. Um, that's my favorite way. I also do the diffuser as well. Um, and it's just a same thing where I won't put the same thing in it every day. It just depends on what the energy is that I'm feeling called towards. And it will just kind of be, you know, like when you cook, sometimes you just, it's a dash of this and a pinch of that. And, you know, there's not really a recipe that you follow. It's just whatever you feel called to do. And then you, you, you smell it and you're like, oh, it needs something else. And um, really, I, I, I think it's the same. It's kind of like, what am I called toward today? What does my energy need today? Um, you know, I, I know for myself, my very first uh, essential oil that I started out with was lavender for helping me just kind of calm and, and go to sleep. Um, and it's so, you know, readily available. I mean, you even have some dried sprigs of it there at your desk. And um, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think I've ever met anyone that went, Oh, I don't like lavender, <laughs> but there, there's probably someone out there. Um, but I think lavender is, is a really good kind of all around for people. I think also the citrus scents are another that are very popular for uplifting the energy and for kind of feeling that like um, awakened kind of feeling, whether it's uh, physically awake or even spiritually awake, any citrus scents are really good as well. Um, you know, and I like putting them on the pulse points and also highlighting them over the chakras that people are uh, needing that, that specific energy for them. Um, mm. and, and even if it's something that you're like, well, I really want to call on this energy, but maybe I don't want to smell this for the next 20 minutes because, um, you have to understand essential oils are not a perfume, so it's not going to stay on your body uh, for you know several hours. It will absorb into the skin, and then that's the end of it. You won't smell it again after those you know 15, 20 minutes. So you know someone will be like, "Well, can I just open the cap and smell it?" Absolutely, absolutely. If you just feel like you you need that quick hit, you can just unscrew the cap and take three deep breaths and uh, and just feel yourself transported. Yeah, and it's something actually that I don't do, but I love that point of putting it on the chakra points mm -hmm. and using them that way. And you can obviously work with different ones then as well on different chakra points. So yeah, that's a really good tip. And um, I, f I find as well sometimes in the morning, I know lavender is like a very relaxing and it's great for sleep, but sometimes I find in the morning it can be uplifting as well and just find that it helps wake me up sometimes when I'm just, you know, waking up in the morning and just to smell that fresh scent, I find it quite uplifting. So yeah, and it's actually funny because I remember just speaking with a friend and she was um, showing me all these different um, oils and I was smelling them and some of them I loved and others the smell just I was like drawn back I was like whoa I don't know if I like that and um, but she was saying sometimes it's the ones that we don't necessarily like that sometimes we need mm -hmm. so there's that side of it as well to take into account so often you may need something and not realize it and it may be that you're kind of avoiding it or you feel that oh no I don't like that one but that could be the very one that you need yes I would say there are quite a few that I that I own that have a scent to them that is maybe not my favorite but there are those times where I'm like even though I don't care for this scent I know that I need it right now I don't know if you follow Dougal Frazier um, he is a color therapist and so he works with a lot of light and color. And in his book, he discusses that um, 
you know, we all, there will be certain colors that we all uh, are drawn to, and there will be certain colors that we have an aversion to. And there is like a, a light and a shadow to it. And so you have to discover what your aversion to that color is. And, and usually that's because you have some healing work to do around that situation. So I often find that interesting. Uh, you know, people say, oh, I absolutely hate the color purple. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> you have some work you need to do there. <laughs> yeah, that makes so much sense. And as you say, there's always the light and the dark, you know, the two sides of it. So yeah, that makes total sense. Um, so hopefully people who are listening, if they're not already working with crystals, with essential oils, with crystal grids, hopefully they'll start to try it and just see what works for them. And if you want to connect with Cynthia and learn more about it, if you're drawn to taking part in her courses, um, Cynthia, if you can share, do you have a website that they can go to as yes. well? Absolutely. It's angelrootsandboots.com. Brilliant. You can find me both at Instagram and at Facebook at Angel Roots and Boots. Fantastic. And I'll put a link to all of those in the notes below this so everybody can go directly there. So thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure to chat to you. And hopefully we have opened people's eyes to the uses of crystals and oils and working with the angels in that sense and just enhancing and amplifying that energy because it really is so powerful. So it's been such a pleasure and thank you once again. And um, okay, and we will, I'll see you all again next week for the next episode of the podcast. Bye-bye.